Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, my faith grows stronger, and I learn how to be an overcomer. Uh, your faith needs to be fed just like your body needs to be fed. But the thing that feeds your faith is nourished up in anointed words. And faith for each area needs to be fed by the Word of God in that area. So we've begun now for a, a number of days on a series we're calling Faith for Healing. Uh, everybody has had issues with their body here and there. I mean, it's just the nature of what the body is. It's been affected by the curse and all this. But part of our redemption is a right to be healed. Praise God. So if that sounds new to you, don't turn it off. Uh, open your ears and heart. Let the Lord minister to you. And even something that you may have accepted as chronic, as incurable or terminal with God, nothing's too hard. All things are possible to him that believes. We have seen many testimonies of people healed by the power of God. It's real and it's for you if you want to join us believers. <laughs> come on, get your Bible, come into the class, and let's get ready. Let's pray and release faith for utterance today. Lord, we ask for it, utterance, anointing, direction, guidance, answers. Manifest your spirit and your healing and your strength and presence in the area of everyone seeing and hearing this. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our text on this study is in Matthew, the ninth chapter, if you'd look at that again, uh, relative to the woman that had the issue of blood for 12 years that came behind and touched his garment. Uh, Jesus, verse 22, when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. Said out loud, your faith, your faith. has made you whole. And it went on and said, the woman was made whole from that hour. We saw this is not an isolated instance. Uh, in the 20 or so individual cases that were given some detail about healings in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we see repeatedly this emphasis on the individual's faith. Let me just remind you, the centurion's servant, he told him, as you have believed so be it to you. The two blind men, he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. The Syrophoenician woman, a woman great is your faith, be it even as you will. Blind Bartimaeus, he said, your faith has made you whole. And uh, Jairus said, believe and your, you know, your daughter will be healed. The leprous man, he said, after he returned, he said, your faith has made you whole. And Repeatedly, you'll see either the person's faith referenced specifically or it's obviously seen and demonstrated. Like we said, even though much of the church is still emphasizing the will of God, that's not what Jesus emphasized as the determining factor. He emphasized our individual faith, your faith has made you whole. Should we focus on what Jesus focused on? Yes. We should. Never did he tell somebody that came to him to be healed, I'm sorry, but it's not God's will. 
if that was a factor, you should see that at least once, right? Never see it one time. Never did he tell people, I'm sorry, but God's working something out in your life and it's just not his will, not one time. Never did he tell somebody, it's not time, you know, maybe later, not one time. So why am I saying that? This is what many people believe, but it, why do they believe it? Because they've heard religious tradition taught instead of the anointed truth. Now, all of us have made mistakes. I'm, none of us know it all about this. But when you see something clearly in the Word, you should no longer hold on to tradition that contradicts it. Amen. Right? It's time to turn loose of anything that contradicts it. We looked into, we're beginning to look at our individual cases. And the first one we're looking at is the healing of the leper. Matthew 8, if you'd back up just uh, one chapter there. Let's read again what happened. Matthew 8, verse 2. There came a leper and worshiped Jesus, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Jesus put forth his hand and touched him and said, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Jesus said to him, See that you tell no man, go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. If you turn over to Luke's account, Luke 5, Luke 5 and 12, he said, It came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. He put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. And he charged him to tell no man but go and show yourself to the priest, offer for your cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. And then in Mark 1, Mark's account. Mark 1 and verse 40. There came a leper to him, beseeching him and kneeling down to him and saying to him, If you will, you can make me clean. It's no wonder that this is one of the individual accounts out of the many, many, many that happened that the Spirit of God selected and had recorded for every generation because this is one of the biggest questions that the church continues to ask. If you will, if it's his will, how can we answer this question? How can we find his will? Can we believe what he said? <laughs> Should that be enough? When the man looks at him and says, you can, you can do it. If you will. What happened? Read it. Jesus was moved with compassion. Huh? Compassion. Not, not duty. <laughs> not, all right, okay. If I have to. No. This is love motivation. To be moved with compassion, 
That word means to be moved as towards your, as from your insides. Inside, compassion, caring, love caused Jesus to immediately, immediately reach out his hand and touch this stinking, awful to look at, diseased body. How can, when God created something as amazing as the human body, Scripture says we're fearfully and wonderfully made. How could God be pleased to see something that is killing the body as it walks, that causes whole areas of, of tissue to just be dead and, and white and scaling and all this other kind of stuff and putrefying? How could that please God? That this is happening to what he created. His beautiful, amazing creation. There's no way it pleases him. And if God's the one that had done this to this man, there's no way Jesus would have got it off of him. And been conflicting with what the Father did. God didn't put it on him and Jesus take it off of him. Right? Never would have happened. So then it wasn't God that did this to him. This is, this is coming from somewhere else. But what did, what did, what did he say? If you can, you, I know you can, if you will. Jesus, immediately, moved with compassion, reaches out and touches him. What does he say, class? What does he say? What does he, I, will. I will be cleansed. I will. You know, uh, if you look up this word, I will, uh, it's translated um, other ways. One way it's translated is, I desire it. It's translated, I choose to, I prefer to. It can be translated, I delight to. <laughs> That's the meaning. And, and you can see it in his response. He didn't have to, he said, well, let me think about it. Let me check and see if it's God's will. No, no. Immediately, he's moved and says, I will. Uh, like we read, uh, the Weymouth translation says it like this, I am willing. The NEB says, indeed, I will. <laughs> the BBE says, it's my pleasure. Can you see why I say that that word can be translated Delight to, or desire. In fact, it is translated that way. Delight to, desire to. It's my pleasure. And I like the Phillips translates it by saying, Of course I want to. <laughs> Can you see Jesus saying that? Yes. This man, you know, bless his heart, he's been through it, man. And he's got this quivering mass of dead flesh. He's toting around and just basically waiting to die. You might be hoping to hurry up and get out of here. And he says, Jesus, I know you can, if you would. Oh, do you hear the master? Yes. Do you hear the master? Yes. Of course I want to. Touches him and speaks this command of power. Be cleansed. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Happy day. Is that right? The Bible said immediately he was cleansed. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
you know, though, though philosophy and men's ideas and religious theology will debate it and wrestle with it and be entangled in the briars of men's thinking, lowly thinking, yet this towers above it all like a cedar reaching up to the heavens. I will. Hallelujah. Should it clear the dust for it? Should it clear the smoke for it? I will. Though heaven and earth pass away, these words will never change. There's no variableness with him, no shadow of turning or changing. I will will always be I will. It will never change. It will never vary. Thank God. It is his will for us to be healed. Hallelujah. What else should we need? You know, if you say, well, you know, it was his will for him then. Well, why don't we do that with other cases where he, like he told the woman, you know, your sins are forgiven you. Why don't we take that with that? So, well, it was his will for her sins to be forgiven, but we, we don't, we just don't know. No, no. Do you remember Jesus said, I do nothing of myself. You remember he said that? He said, I only say what I hear the father say. I only do what I see him do. What do we know then? Everything, every word that came out of Jesus' mouth, everything that he did is an express revelation of the will of God. Right? So much so that he told right before he went to the cross, uh, you know, one of the disciples said, show us the Father. He said, what do you mean? I'm paraphrasing. What do you mean show us the Father? Have you been all this time with me and you don't know me? And they said, well, no, we know you. We want to see the Father. He said, if you've seen me, you have seen the Father. Right? So what are we, when we hear Jesus say, I will, we are not seeing Jesus' personal response to a specific situation. We are hearing God. We are hearing the unchanging Will of God for all men, for all time. When he says, I will, it ought to be settled forever. Is that right? You should never question it again. It's a trick of the devil to come in through his craftiness and through supposed education and higher examination of the original text and and it's men trying to explain things they don't understand because somebody prayed to be healed and it didn't happen. So, well, it must not have been God's will. Is that the only solution possible? Huh? Maybe we didn't do something right. Could it be possible <laughs> that it could be on our end? Think about this. Is it true that because I come short of the will of God, it changes God's will? Cannot be true. It cannot be true. No matter how many die lost, that does not prove it's God's will for people to perish. Does it? It's not His will that any should perish. And just because somebody comes short of the will of God, 
in an area, you or I, come short of the will of God in an area or another, that doesn't change the will of God. It doesn't prove the will of God. And what we need to do is just come back up to bat, right? <laughs> and say, hey, I, I came short on that one, but I'm not quitting. I know this is the will of God. Whether I've seen it or not, whether you've seen it all or not, it doesn't change the will of God. Oh, do these words mean anything to you, child of God? When Jesus reaches out and touches him and immediately says, I will. Oh, somebody say, he will, he will. I will. Uh, let, me, let me read it to you again. Weymouth says, I am willing. The NEB says, indeed, I will. The BBE says, it's my pleasure. <laughs> can, you, can you see him touching him going, it's my pleasure. I delight to. And Philip says, of course I want to. <laughs> of course. It's my will. And he touched him. And the Bible said immediately. Oh, don't you like, don't you like immediately? Immediately. He put forth his hand. He touched him. And he said, I will be clean. Be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. Oh, the amazing things that can happen when we stop questioning the will of God. Hmm? Why? Because then you finally get into faith. You finally get into faith. We don't question that it's God's will for people to be saved. We don't question that it's His will for you to be forgiven and washed. And we see results. When people come and they boldly act on that, they are born again. They are cleansed. That's a greater miracle than the healing of the body. New creation in Christ Jesus. And when we stop questioning that it's His will to be healed, we will see results stronger and quicker and more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say it out loud. It is His will, it is his will. For, me to be for me to be healed. Some years ago, uh, the Lord helped me. I'm, I put together a handout of 101 uh, things that God said that, it's his, that would cause us to know it's His will for us to be healed. Somebody says, well, that's just, that's just an isolated verse. No, honey child, it is not an isolated <laughs> verse. A hundred and one, and that's just the ones I saw after some study. A hundred, we, we're going to put this on the uh, website there at Faith School, and you can go through it. I won't take time to read it. The first one says, I am the Lord that heals you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Exodus 15, 26. Do you think we could base anything off of that? Could we accept that, that he still is the Lord that heals the, if I'm turning around to the end of 101, that was one. The 101st one says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Should we accept that yes. as the will of God? Yes. Why convolute it? Why make it hard? You need help from the enemy to do that. And he's, he's ready to give you all kind of evil help. But that's the same kind of idea where he says the Young's literal translation says it like this in 3 John 2. He said, Beloved, concerning all things 
I desire you to prosper and to be in health even as your soul prospers. That's that same idea of when he said, I will, that it can also be translated, I prefer to, I delight to, I choose to, I desire to. Can you hear that in 3 John 2? I desire you to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. This is what any true good father would desire for their child. No good father wants to see their child suffer or be limited or, or be restricted, especially to be tormented and vexed and their life ripped apart. That's not God. I said, that's not God. Don't blame God. There's somebody else at work. There's an evil enemy. Jesus said, the thief comes not but for to steal kill and destroy. So if it destroyed something in your life, Jesus said it's the thief. Don't you blame God. If it stole something from you, robbed you of years of enjoyment of something, don't blame God. Jesus said it's the thief. If it killed something, the thief is the killer. He's called the destroyer and the thief, the robber, not your good father. Jesus said, if you, being natural and evil, know how to give good things unto your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those that ask Him? Hmm? Healing's a good thing. I said healing's a good thing. So when this leper's asking for healing, he's asking for something the Lord already wants him to have. He didn't have to try to talk God into something. The scripture said in Acts, Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. So this leper was one of the ones that was healed in the ministry of Jesus. According to the Holy Spirit in Acts 10, 38, what what was the source of the leper's oppression? He was one of the ones healed, so the healing was good, Acts 10 says. What was wrong with him was satanic oppression, according to Acts 10, 38. In, in the Psalms, it refers to disease as an evil thing. I mean, even if you read about Job and what happened to him with all those boils and stuff, it tells you specifically, Satan went forth. And smote Job with sore boils from the top of his head uh, to, to the soles of his feet. No, it didn't say God smote him with that. The enemy did. Well, does God want us to have anything of the devils in our life? We know he didn't want us to have the, the lying, the deception, the sin, the, the perversion. Well, why would he want us to have any other work of the enemy? Disease, poverty, all these kind of things. No, Thank God your good father, you don't have to twist his arm. You don't have to try to talk him into it. You don't have to try to negotiate with him. Lord, I'll try to do better if I could just talk you into it being your will. No, no. How long did Jesus have to think about it? Huh? Huh? Did he have to go check and see if it's going to be? No, no. This dear man says, Lord, I know you could. I know you can. If you would, if you instantly, instantly. Can you see it, child of God? Yes. Jesus, 
Immediately respond. Compassion just comes up in him for the man. Hmm? Does he care more for him than for you? Has he changed? Does he care more? No, he doesn't care more for him. He reached out and touched the man. I mean, people wouldn't even stand close to him. Much less touch to him. Touches him. Jesus touches him. And he says. I want to hear it, class. What did he say? I want you to tell me what he said. Will he ever change? Will he ever vary? Who has a right to take his I will and turn it into I won't? What theologian, what denomination has, a, has the right to take his clear I will and change it into he may not? It may not be his will. Based on what scripture? Based on what? No, the I will stands like a monument. Hallelujah. It towers, like I said, like a cedar above all the briars and entanglement of men's arguments and fussing. I'm standing by the I will. How about you? I'm standing by the I will. And so I'm no longer questioning whether it's his will or not. I don't have to question that any more than I have to question his will to forgive me. I don't have to question his will to heal me. It is forever settled. It is forever established. Say it out loud, class. It is his will, is his will that, I be healed. that I be healed. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you pass that test, you pass a big one. It is his will. And our time is up again. Say it out loud. I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome this world by faith. I'm strong in faith. Giving glory to God. We're not done with this as you can see. Is there so much here to, to learn and, and to find out? Come back with us uh, next week. And we're going to get into more of this. Finding out faith for healing. We'll see you next time here in Faith School. Friends, I've enjoyed being with you this week talking about faith for healing. It's wonderful to know you no longer have to question His will. You can know it for sure. We've got a lot of messages on faith that you can go back in the archives and feed on and we'll catch you up. 150 some we spent on Hebrews 11. We can bring you this free of charge because of all the partners that are involved in this and that give into this ministry. The scripture says, how can they hear without a preacher and how can they preach unless they're sent? So it's just as important to be sent as to go. You can't do one without the other. There's information on your screen. If you've been benefited and you'd like to help send this to somebody else, you can become a partner. Contact us through the information, call the office, and because this time is short, life is short, you will be so glad that you were involved in helping getting the word out to others. It's available to you, and we're going to be going on from grace to grace and faith to faith. Come back, join us next week, and the week after that, we're going to be preaching faith till we get out of here until Jesus comes. Hallelujah. We'll see you next time here on Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today. 
But you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.